0: Thanks for tuning in to the New Life South Coast podcast. We want to extend an invitation to sit in live with us during our weekend service. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message inspires you, but also challenges you in your walk with God. For more information, visit our website at newlifesouthcoast.com. Now here's Pastor Marco with an encouraging word. Man, if you have your Bibles today, I'm going to be in Galatians chapter 5. I want to continue to talk to you about the Holy Spirit and the deep work that He wants to do in all our lives. I want to call this message Spiritual Surgery because that's what we need. Tell your neighbor, you didn't know you had a surgery appointment today, but you do. It's an intervention. (laughs) Galatians chapter 5. It's a long read, but it's a powerful read. I hope you follow. If you don't have a Bible, there should be a giant one behind me because we like big Bibles. We cannot lie. So you can follow along. That's a great laugh, lady. That's like a delay laugh. That's like a 10-second delay. Ha You bless, you bless. Whoever you are, you bless. It's good to laugh, people. You should laugh more. Galatians five verse 16 says, "So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves." The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature... The results are very clear sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling on Facebook, (laughs) jealousy on Instagram, outbursts of anger on the road, selfish ambition, dissension, division. Envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But, thank God for but in the Bible. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Can you say amen. Amen. amen? Powerful. Spiritual surgery. I decided this week to pursue a new career in the medical field. So I went on Google and Googled a bunch of medical stuff. And I feel pretty prepared to be your doctor this morning. Not only did I go on Google, I went to Walmart. I bought a scrub for five ninety-five, And then I went to my daughters and said, I need some tools. Cause I'm about to become a doctor. This is Doctor McStuffin. If you don't know what Doctor McStuffin is, you need to get your game up, because the doc is here. She'll fix you up. If you're a toy, then you're in luck, because Doc really knows her stuff. So I'm I'm ready today to be your medical doctor, because we ran some tests on you. Also bought this clipboard at Walmart for one seventy four. I'm officially a doctor. So we ran some spiritual tests on you and I got good news and bad news today. Let's start with the bad news, okay? The bad news is this, you have a spiritual disease. Don't be alarmed, it's very common. It's actually 100% contagious. And every human being has it. That's the good news. Tell your neighbor you look good but you're contagious. And they have a name for this disease. It's called having a sinful nature. Which means you are naughty by nature. Which means you're down with OPP. Which means, yeah, you know you. That's the bad news. And this disease manifests itself in many different ways. We're all unique, so it manifests itself in many different ways. I want to tell you about some symptoms that I just read to you and I read it to you again. I want you to pinpoint the symptoms that applies to you. Symptoms are sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfish ambition, Dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and the list goes on. Do you recognize yourself here in the symptoms? Again, it's not uncommon, but left untreated, it could be deadly. But that's the bad news. The good news is that there is a solution. Here's what you're going to need. You're going to need a heart transplant. Okay, the good news is not only do you need a heart transplant, but we have a donor for you. Okay, we have someone who has not been affected by the sinful nature disease, and his name is Jesus. This Jesus lived a perfect life, so he was not affected by the sinful nature disease. This Jesus was so perfect that he died in order to exchange natures with you. This Jesus actually wants his nature to be on you so that you may produce the right fruits, so that your heart may beat the right way. And the beautiful thing is, it's available to you today. And not only is this Jesus your donor, but we also have another good news that the number one expert in performing this surgery is available to you today. And his name is Dr. Holy Spirit. He is here, he is ready to do surgery so that you may have a new heart and have a better life. As I was researching to become a doctor, I came across some very interesting experiences of people who've had physical heart transplants. These are true stories now. was a man who had a heart transplant Who after the transplant began to experience some really crazy nightmares of being stabbed. And he kept having these recurring nightmares of being stabbed. And so they decided to study this man to figure out what is it that all of a sudden you have in these over recurring nightmares. And they came to find out that the donor, the heart that he received, that donor was actually stabbed to death. True story. Right? Another person who received a new heart, who was older in age, said that all of a sudden, after his transplant, he began to have cravings for hamburgers, which he never had before. True story. They said the donor was a teenager who loved hamburgers. Another true story. Someone said, I don't know why, but after I had my transplant, I began to like rock music. And I hated rock music before. And they came to find out, you guessed it, the donor loved Rock music. So the good news is, is that this new heart also brings new desires. It, it it brings new dreams. It brings new perspective to you today, and that's one of the ways you know that the surgery is actually successful. That you have new cravings, that you have new dreams. Hopefully, not dreams of people stabbing you, but dreams of God's plan for your life to prosper you, to give you hope, and a future. Maybe you don't need the craving for hamburger, but you're going to have the craving for God's will and God's purpose and God's desires for your life. You know, maybe you won't like rock music, but now you have a new passion to worship the Lord. There's a new passion that he puts in you once he gives you this new heart. Can you say amen? Now, my research as a doctor tells me that, that it takes time to see these things because they say there's a, there's a process of recovery before you begin to actually see these fruits in your life, you want to see love. You want to see joy, peace, and patience, and kindness, and goodness. Remember the last time you prayed for patience, it was the worst day of your life. Why? Because you try to produce patience as opposed to the patience being produced in you. The work of the Holy Spirit is not you trying harder. is you yielding harder to his will so that he may produce the right fruits from you. New desires, new passions, new cravings, new dreams, new motives. But there's a catch to the surgery. They say, be ready for some complications. And the reason why they say, be ready for some complications, is that your body will fight a new organ. Your body will see this new heart as a foreign object. And because you will see it as a foreign object, your immune system automatic will go to fight against the new heart. That's why it, it, it tells you in this medical procedure that you feel like you're fighting with yourself. The greatest fight that you will ever be a part of is with yourself. Matter of fact, when this new heart comes on board, you want to fight to keep this new heart around and make your body be submissive to the new heart, not your heart being submissive to the old body. And when you begin to really understand that you have a new heart, then you begin to understand that your fight is not against flesh and blood. You begin to understand that you shouldn't be on Facebook fighting everybody who needs to be fighting because you have a bigger fight to fight and that's within you. The greatest battle you will ever engage in is with yourself. If you ever had a conversation with yourself, you ever been disappointed with yourself? Have you ever had a pep talk with yourself, like self, get it together. Read the Bible. The Psalms is full of conversations with self. These guys will go to war with themselves. But guess what? If you can keep going to war with yourself, you might have a better chance of winning this war as opposed to pretend that you don't have a battle. The problem is they said that when you have a a, a transplant, it's going to be unique to you. Everybody can have the surgery, but the outcome of the surgery is unique. Now, why is that important? Because a lot of times we're looking around at other people's fruits as opposed to look within to say, okay, what about me? What is it that God is doing in my life? What is it that he's trying to to take away from the old to give me the new? Y'all want to clap? Let's do that. And they said the only way the surgery is going to be fully successful is that you're going to need medicine. And they said you're going to need medicine for a very long time. Why? Because it takes a while for your old self to get readjusted to the new heart. Now, this is important because a lot of times it's not that you don't have a new heart. It's just that your body hasn't caught up to your new heart. This is so good. This is so good. It's so good because because sometimes you feel like you're schizophrenic. You're not schizophrenic. It's just that that you're still trying to catch up to the things that God has done already in your heart. It's just that you need to tell your old self, you need to stay over there because I'm about to go in this way and walk into the newness of my life that God has already orchestrated for me. Surely goodness and mercy is going to follow me every step of the way because I'm not the old self, but God gave me a new heart. Sometimes you got to talk yourself into your new heart. It's already yours. The problem is we equate God with feelings. When a person gets a new heart, he's not going to feel new. But guess what? He is new. It's only a matter of time before he catches up with his new self. You ought to talk to yourself in the mirror sometimes and says, Hello, new self. Hello, new you. Hello, new motives. Hello, new intentions. Hello, new dreams. Hello, new outcomes. Hello. Hello from the other side of new. There's newness of life in the air It's a matter of walking into this newness of life. And they said, listen, you and your transplant team will work together to protect the new heart. Your team has the Holy Spirit in it. Your team is your church. Your team is the people who are now saying, oh, no, we're going to walk into this newness because there's a fight to try to take you back. Just to get there this morning, didn't you have to go through some fights to get here? Some of y'all, you have to fight your own feelings Will tell you like, you know, can we just sleep a little longer? But your new you is like, if you sleep a little longer, you might miss the blessings that God has for your life. Some of y'all went out last night with the old you, but she didn't feel comfortable because the new you is like, "We we don't belong, 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 warning, warning, warning. We're going backwards, 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 backwards. The new you says no. You need to go forward in Jesus' name. Is anybody ready to walk into the newness that God has for your life? You don't need a Christian Alexis. You need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the GPS. that says rerouting. We're going home. We're going to the Father. We're going to his will. We're going to his purpose. That ain't for you anymore. That used to be you. But thank God, Jesus has given you a new heart, a new focus to live by. My God. They say the key thing about the new heart is that you need a new routine. They say you can't have a new heart and keep the old routine. Because the old the old body will win the war. Your heart is supposed to win, but you have to feed it a new routine. You can't have a new heart and keep eating junk food. You can't have a new heart and not exercise. So they said the medicine they're going to give you is critical to how this new heart is going to function. And I got news for you. The new is already here. It's about walking into it. It's about walking into the newness that God already asked for you. But they said, listen, you're a team and you need to take your medicine. I'm new to the field, so I might mess up the name of this medicine. But it's a I think, is how you say it. If I'm saying it wrong, I've only been a doctor for a week. So give me some time. But they said, the, the, here's the thing. They said the medicine is tailored to your situation, which means that everybody is going to look different. Same medicine, but different outcomes, depending on your situation. And they say, depending on how well you keep your routine. This is where the power of repetition comes to play. Because they're like, the reason why you have a bad heart is because you made a lot of bad repetitions. And the reason you're going to keep your new heart is because now you have new daily repetitions that's going to give your new heart a chance to actually win and overcome the old heart. Can you say amen? So it's not that you can't do it. It's not that it's hard. It's that you have to make up your mind to develop this new habit. In a couple of weeks, we will dunk some of you and it will be an exciting day and you will declare your love for Jesus. But after that, you better walk into the newness and the routine that God has for your life. Because your old self will love to pull you back. So, so I got to give you these medicines. Listen, they say, listen, it's the same medicine, but different outcomes. And this is why it's important to not look at someone else's outcome. That's why the greatest fight is with yourself. If you focus on fighting the old you, you don't have time to fight nobody else. Have you noticed that most people who are angry about life is because they're hurt. People are angry because they hurt. And because they never dealt with the anger, it comes out in hurtful ways. But when the you new comes, you see people that way because now you heal, and when you heal, you want to bring healing, you want to bring perspective, you want to bring redemption, you want to bring forgiveness, you want to bring grace, you want to bring mercy, because you know, man, I, that could have been me, I could have been angry, I could have been upset, but but God has changed my heart, and so now I'm going to help you in your healing process, because, because hurt people hurt people, but heal people will heal other people as well. Can you say amen? The power repetition, watch this. This is your medicine right here. Listen, it's prayer. Prayer is adjusting your life to the new heart. Most people pray wrong. You know why? Because they pray the feelings of their old self. Prayer is me now agreeing with my new self prayer is not me feeling bad for myself prayer is me speaking my new self into existence prayer is saying God I know who you created me to be I know who I am, I know who you say I am I am the head and not the tail, I shall overcome I am not a victim, I'm a victor Praise is me stepping into the new and say, God I refuse to be anything less that you created me to be I'm not going backwards, I'm going forward in Jesus name oh praise your weapon against the old Praise you reminding your old self, look how far we've come. Hello. <laughs> Bible is your proper spiritual diet. Your new heart will not stand a chance if you keep eating junk. Some of you, it's not that you don't have a new heart, it's that you don't feed it. You can't expect to walk into the newness, keep eating Facebook junk. You can't expect to walk into freedom when you keep feeding yourself the fear of the news, Fox News, CNN News. It's all junk. You need to be in the Word of God and to see perspective the right way. You can't walk around with joy when all you keep watching is depressing stuff. It doesn't matter how new the heart is. It needs a diet to go with it because sooner or later, you will find yourself drifting backwards When backwards was never the plan for you. Plans for you is to go forward, but you need a daily spiritual diet of prayer in the word and accountability. They said this, the people who make it, because there's a percentage of people who don't make it, unfortunately. I hate to say that. Brace my heart to say that. Some of y'all will get baptized and won't make it. Because you didn't have accountability. They said it's the people who have the right team around them, encouraging them, pushing them, helping them go forward. They have a better chance. Why? Because it's a war to go forward. It's easier to stay comfortable. It's hard to go forward. <laughs> Accountability is the people in your life who help you stay on track. Accountability is the people telling you, have you taken your medicine today? Have you talked with the Lord today? Have you prayed your word today? Have you Have you read your word today? Have you served today? Are you walking closer to God today? Is there anything you've done today you shouldn't have done today? Come on, that's real accountability. People who care enough about you to hurt your feelings, but to not hurt your eternity. I'd rather you hurt my feelings, but don't hurt my eternity. And you don't know you're mature until your feelings get hurt. All of us act mature until we get hurt the greatest sign of maturity is after we get hurt what do we do after we get hurt do we just get defensive or do we say I thank God that you are in my life to help me see the light to see the truth to see the purpose of my life I thank God that there's people around me who will push me forward and not let me drift backwards I thank God that there's a church who tells me the truth so I can live my life in the fullness of God's will I thank God for the Holy Spirit thank God because you know misery loves company. People who haven't had a new heart will love for you to hang out with them. But you know your heart will not settle. Because it's tasted and seen that the Lord is good. You won't settle. You can't settle. You won't be satisfied anymore with the old. That's why the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. But you know, we love that scripture, but the the illustration is a tough one. It it says that it's two metals rubbing against each other. That's how you get to a better place. This is not a cute thing. Accountability is not a cute thing. Accountability is deep. To say, man, we're not going to let each other fall by the wayside. Accountability is saying, I refuse to not let you reach your full potential. That's true accountability to stay on track when people say it's my life I do whatever I want that's someone who's saying it's my life I want to die that's basically what we're saying do whatever I want to do I'm my own but it's like are you really your own or are you a victim to your own because we're all slaves trust me you're either slave to sin or you're going to become a slave to righteousness we're all slaves You're either going to serve the world or you're going to serve Jesus. You're going to serve somebody. And when you think you're not serving anybody, you're serving yourself and yourself is not God. You need accountability, it's good for you. You know, we live in a day and age where people are like, they talk bad about boundaries, like boundaries are a bad thing. Boundaries is what keeps you safe. I just bought my daughter a fish. If I take that fish out of that aquarium and say, go be free, I'm killing that fish. The boundary of the aquarium is for the freedom of the fish to actually live a fullness of life. That's why God puts parameters around you and say, stay on the straight and narrow. I don't want to see you fall by the wayside. I spend too much time on you to let you just go by the wayside. You better stay on the straight and narrow. Straight and narrow is the way he says accountability is a good thing for you. Serve. That's how you stay in shape. Your heart will not stand a chance if all you do is sit on it. You know, that that's how most people approach this thing called Christianity. Come to a building and sit on it. The Bible says you got to work out your salvation. You don't know what's in you until you begin to work out. You don't know you have the power to overcome until you begin to work out. You don't know you have the ability to help others until you step out to help others. This is what happens when you get a new heart. You get a new desire to help people, to bless people. Let me tell you right now why the world is unhappy. It's very clear. It's very simple actually. We complicate it. It's simple. The world is not happy because it's about selfishness. It's like, what else can I get? How comfortable can I get? I am not happy. You will never be. Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. See, it's an oxymoron in the Bible. The things you want is the things you let go. And they'll come right back to you. The more you bless somebody else, the more God's going to bless you. He told Abraham, I'm going to bless you to be a blessing. Israel went wrong when they turned the blessing on themselves. Anytime you turn it on yourself, you have disrupted the flow of your heart going forward. That's why we don't get excited about serving the city. Why? Because we're like, what about serving me? But we don't understand that when we're serving the city, you're actually blessing yourself. You're blessing your family. You're teaching your kids. This is how you actually walk with the Lord. It's how you stay in shape. There's a lot of people in church out of shape. And I don't mean physically. Because scriptures even says, what is the gain of being physically fit but spiritually out of shape? Hidden dudes with flex. <laughs> It's like, I don't care how much you flex in the physical. I need to see you flex in the spirit. Do you have integrity? Are you loyal? Are you faithful? Are you devoted? Are you committed? Are you a servant? Are you a blessing? Are you going to bless somebody? Flex that. Ladies, don't be impressed with the physical. Be impressed if they're loyal. If they're faithful. Be impressed if they love Jesus. Because sooner or later, if they don't love Jesus, they ain't going to love you. Trust me. Be impressed with some dudes who will flex in the spirit. And so you look, look at my self-control. I don't have to sleep with you because I'm going to commit myself to you. Look at my self-control. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk to me. That's the dudes we need. Dudes with self-control like, I'm not going to mess up your purity. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to commit to you. I'm going to put a ring on you. That's what we're looking for. Come on, I'm your doctor. I can't lie to you. This is the medicine we need. It's the daily repetition that leads to daily blessings. Because you're not going to see this overnight. You're going to see this over time. But the newness is here already. It's about you walking into it. It's about you taking ownership and saying, God, you've done what only you can do. Because only Jesus can pay the price. But Jesus is not going to make you pray. Jesus is not going to make you serve, but he gives you the longings. It's up to you to follow through with those longings. You know, we've been waiting all season long for the, for the season to start today, but they haven't been sitting on their bum. They've been on a training camp. They've been working hard every day to put the best foot forward today so we can win another ring. If they can do that for football, we need to be doing that for the game of life. We need to be in shape for the game of life. So I love Brady. The Brady ain't coming to rescue me. He'll throw some touchdowns. I might win a fantasy game here or there. But I want to win in the game of life. I want to win every day. I want to fight things and know that I'm overcoming sexual immorality, impurity, lust, division, everything that comes against the Spirit of God. I want to walk towards love, towards joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, self-control. I want to be filled with the Spirit of God. That's the walk. And I end here by showing you what Paul says. Paul continues. He says this in Galatians. You guys can come up. He says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. My friends, that is powerful. You understand that this is what it means to be a Christian. That you've nailed your past with Jesus. It's no longer you who lives anymore. It's the spirit of God. That empowers you to live. This is why most people get Christianity wrong. They think, I'm going to try really hard. I don't care how hard you try. You cannot produce the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can produce those fruits in you. That's why religion says, do all the external things. Don't cuss. Don't do. Don't grow. Grow. Pants, shirts, ties. It doesn't matter if your heart is still old. It's about new passions and new desires that are contrary to the sinful nature. It's about the godly nature in you that produces the results that you want to see in your life. This is, my friends, the spiritual surgery that Jesus wants to do in all of us. And he goes on to say, since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Did you catch that? It's about following the Spirit's leading. That guy who all of a sudden had a hunger for hamburgers, didn't come up with that. The new heart gave him that hunger. The guy that now wants to listen to rock music, he didn't come up with that. The new heart did. So when you have the new spirit in you, it's not about you trying, it's the spirit telling you, walk this way, talk this way, act this way, believe this way. In every area of your life, I'm going to bless you if you let me lead you. You know, I touch on relationships every week. It's the spirit that says, that's the guy. And also the spirit that says, not that guy. And sometimes we try to ignore that voice and we go backwards into the old. But I'm here to declare to you, the old is gone. The new has come. Listen to the spirit's leading. Because if you're walking with him, he's going to lead you every step of the way. Can you say, Amen? Have you had spiritual surgery? Have your passions changed? Has your devotions changed? Is it easier now to be joyful than to be angry and to be grumpy? As people go to church grumpy. Ah, Whack! Nah. Wah. Nothing worse than a grumpy religious person cuz they'll justify it with the bible. The bible says there'll be wrath. The bible says, yeah, but the bible also says there'll be joy. There'll be happiness. There'll be freedom. How about that stuff of the bible? I don't know how some people always can make the bible be negative. But I, when I read the bible, man, I get positive. I get excited. I get happy. I'm I'm joyful. Anybody be reading the bible the right way, with the right heart, with the right spirit, when you're not looking for the end of the world, you're looking for the beginning of a new day. You're looking for the beginning of a new life. Have you read the bible? That way, as the Bible touched you deep down inside, that you know I'm not just walking, I'm walking in the newness of life. I am joyful, I am peaceful, I am patience, and nothing excited happened that day. It's just that the excitement is in me because the spirit of God is in me. Has anybody had a new transformation? Thanks for joining us today. If you want to connect with us, you can find us at newlifesouthcoast.com for any further information.